Gen X grown up as a YouTube channel website and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Hello again, Gen X grown-up podcast listener. Welcome to the Gen X grown-up Backtrack, which is, as I'm sure you know, the podcast between our regular shows where we pick a single topic and dig in deep. I am John. Joining me, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George, of course. Hey, how's it going, guys? We are here today to talk about another facet of listening to music that we enjoyed growing up as Gen Xers. A few backtracks ago, remember we talked about the Gen X radio experience and how different it was interacting with your local radio station. Remember that? Absolutely. Oh, yes, I do. Another topic related to that, when music first became portable. We're going to be talking about the rise of the Walkman, the ability to actually take your music and not throw it in a cassette in your car or a boombox, but throw that thing in your pocket. Yeah, that was a big deal, let me tell you. That was revolutionary. It's what started the whole, this is my music generational stuff. And I want to talk about everything related to kind of the rise of portable music. But before we dig into that, we've got to understand where we were and kind of the nuts and bolts of the Walkman. So remember, non-Gen Xers, this was before you had an iPod. This was before, you know, there was streaming anything. Before yeah. the internet existed. <gasps> right? right? I mean, there was literally no way to bring music around with you except for these large boom boxes. Right, yeah. yeah absolutely correct. Yeah. Or yep. those small yep. little old transistor radios that you would use for transistor the... radio, right. Right, the radio, yes, but not like your own music, your own uh, your own chosen music. An yeah, album, and it was right? kind of like Mo was talking about the boom boxes. It went from small transistor radios to big giant boom boxes and <laughs> then we started to and then started again. to transition down. Yeah, yep. the Walkman began July 1979. Right, it was this little blue and silver box. Yeah. Uh, it was called the TPS L2. Catchy. And at the time, it cost about a hundred and fifty dollars in '79. Is that the one that's like still super collectible and expensive because it had the his and her headphone ports? That's exactly right. It had two <laughs> mini headphone jacks. It shipped with one pair of headphones, but had two headphone jacks you could plug in twice. Adjusted for inflation. That thing was nearly $500 at the time. Wow. So like today, if we bought one, 500 bucks. That's right. Yep. Wow. Yep. Like imagine if you went and you bought a cell phone and all it would do is play a selected 90 minutes of music. That's all it would do. Yeah, just 90 (laughs) minutes if you were lucky, right? Jeez. So 79 in Japan. In 1980, it came to the U.S. just a few months later. It took, certainly my generation, by storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As George mentioned, it had two mini headphone jacks, and some of them had some special features on them where if the two of you were listening to music together, you could push a button so that the two of you could talk over the music. It would, like, dim the music so that you could talk between you. Oh, really? You're right. It was like this his and hers kind of experience, right? Right. I mean, that was like date night in a little box right there. (laughs) (laughs) When it first came to the U.S., they called it the Soundabout. Really? Okay. Yeah, in the the U.K., it was called the Stowaway. (laughs) That's a good name. I like that one. Yeah, really. But before long, Sony settled on Walkman. That's what they stamped on that metal cover, Mm -hmm. and the rest is history. Yeah, I mean, that's all I ever knew it as was the Walkman. I didn't know it as Soundabout or Stowaway or any of those things. You would have had to get in really early to have known as anything else. Yeah, 79, I was, I wasn't even 10 years old. I didn't have 150 bucks laying around to buy a cassette player, so I know I didn't get in early. <laughs> that was a lot of cut lawns and washed cars. <laughs> you guys want to hear something crazy? Yeah. Do you know when the last cassette Walkman was made? No, when? when? October of 2010. What? Why? They were still making them in 2010? Because apparently in China, they were still being used. Oh, okay. Huh. Okay. All right. Because cassettes were still being used there because they're cheap. I didn't think it was that long, but holy cow. That kind of feeds <laughs> into, we see things in this country in our generation, and that's the focal point that we have. 
have, but around the world, things go out in different time spans. So yeah. computers that are gone by the wayside here are super popular in Russia for some reason. Or, <laughs> right. Right. Or how David Hasselhoff is a huge uh, musical genius in other parts of the world. <laughs> yeah. But uh, not so but, much here. <laughs> that's not the same thing. Like, we like the Walkman here, and they like the Walkman in China. I'm not saying I oh, like okay. David Hasselhoff here. <laughs> like back in you the know you have his albums, George. I did not have his albums. You've got him on a playlist. Not had. I do not have, have his albums. Sure. I've got his poster, and he's really sexy, but I don't have his albums. <laughs> the oh, I'm checking your phone. You've got a Spotify Hasselhoff playlist, I'm sure. I probably do. <laughs> You know, one of the things I remember most about those early Walkmans, I mean, you had to keep batteries with you all the time. I never knew a AAA battery existed. Were they AAA batteries or AA <laughs> Well, they started batteries. with AA, but okay. eventually, because they got smaller and smaller, they went to AAA. Oh. I remember just having, like, at the bottom of my bag, just, like, tons of batteries. A sea of batteries to keep track of. Yeah. Right. And then you try to remember which ones are still good, which ones weren't, yeah. which ones... That was before NICAD rechargeables yep. or any of that stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Lithium ion. There's a great YouTube series, I'm sure you guys have seen it, The Kids React, where they bring out... Oh, yeah, technology yeah. oh yeah and they let these kids <laughs> see it one of the things i've seen on a couple of them is when kids find out that like the old game boy or a walkman had to have batteries more than once i've heard them say you can't just charge it that's so lame <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's kind of like with cameras. You had to go and get flash bulbs and film. And with Walkman, you had to keep going and get cassettes and batteries. It wasn't just like a self-perpetuating thing I could plug in and charge for a little bit. You had to keep pumping batteries into it, right? Yeah, well, there was <laughs> no charging. There wasn't, like, you didn't carry around portable power sources with you other than batteries. That was it. That's right, yeah. That was the portable batteries. Battery technology source. had gotten to the point where you could charge your own batteries yet. Yeah. It was really funny because you knew your Walkman was batteries were low because the music would play slower. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> That's the only like you're like, oh my batteries are dying. All of a sudden oh, Cindy Lauper was a baritone. And- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a virgin. The Sony Walkman is a tiny stereo cassette player with truly incredible sound. Once we had music that we could put in our pocket for the first time, now those cassettes that you went out and you bought, you could start carrying around with you. But you weren't limited to just that. We had mentioned before with uh, VCR, with the VHS tapes, we could go buy and record our own stuff. Now we could take that cassette-to-cassette boombox or record off the radio and make our own mixtapes, right? Right, time. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you didn't want to carry 50 tapes with you, you know? You, you wanted like three or four with choice music on it. Because usually there's just one or two good songs on an album, most, in most cases. Yeah, songs that you liked, right, yeah. Kids, it's what we used to call a playlist. It used to be called a mixtape. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but a mixtape was limited to maybe eight, ten songs. <laughs> yeah, whatever you could fit. Yeah, whatever yeah, you could fit on right? the cassette. You only had, what, like 60 minutes unless you... Was there a setting on the Walkman to change it to the long play or extra long play or whatever? Well, it depended on the cassette that you bought. It was one speed, right, Mo. Okay, it was just one speed, 60 minutes? Right, Mo. It was based on the, the length of a cassette you bought. Oh, okay. Because you had a 60, you'd get the, the 90s, and you could get the 120s that had an hour per side. <gasps> yeah. A whole hour without flipping the tape. Oh, my God. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't even imagine walking that long. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to walk for 60 minutes. Well, you listen to your music, and you're like, eh, I don't like this song. And you want to go to the next song? It wasn't as simple as next. Ka-chunk. <laughs> Ka-chunk. Ka-chunk. Right, you fast-forward some, and then you push play again. Nope, not there yet. Fast-forward nope, right. song. 
push for no and then you go out in. <laughs> oh damn too far you, know, you have to go back yep. oh yeah did they have a counter on the walkman or was yeah they did that was the only way you could tell was like you had to memorize the counter position <laughs> yeah if you want to go the through song that. that you wanted but you know the counter wasn't time it was feet of tape right that's all it was measuring right and you had to take their word for it nobody's measuring that so tape. it wasn't even like a linear thing right that's because right depending on how much it spooled that counter could be yeah a no, well, no especially you know? if you forgot to reset it after you switch tapes or something like that like oh my god this is supposed <laughs> to be at 135 i didn't hit zero <laughs> i say my brother he was like a really like he always had to get like the latest walkman for some reason don't know why but that was his big thing and uh when they came out with that feature that you could seek to the next song oh right. auto seek right yeah, auto seek. It, it, it would listen for silence and say oh right. that yeah. must be the new song right i remember that on some of the boom boxes that i had back in the day i didn't realize i had that on the walkman <laughs> yeah they had it on the walkmans yeah well later i mean they came up with a lot of really i mean it's it's amazing how much technology they kind of threw into that thing over time and besides it getting smaller and smaller things like you could play the tape in both directions yeah it had auto reverse auto yeah. reverse oh, right. so you didn't have to take the tape out flip it around and stick it back in you know nope it would just play the other direction for you i watched a great video by there's this awesome youtube channel that i subscribe to called technology connections it's this really mellow dude is super smart about kind of the history of tech and he was talking about cassettes the other day in a video that i was watching and the way that they achieve that is uh actually two heads uh, initially it was two heads one that would listen to traveling in one direction one in the other okay. and then later the head now it's actually listening to both sides of uh oh at the same time and it just mutes one or the other Oh, okay. yeah, it just huh. mutes the backward side when it's playing in reverse. Gradual uh, evolution of how they did that, which is really smart. You wonder why, like, why didn't VHS do that or something? You know, why could yeah. you play it backwards? But you never could. So referring back to that uh, kids react. Yeah. Another thing they pointed out was they put a cassette in the uh, the Walkman and then they just gingerly touch that big silver button and it wouldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of swiping the button a little bit. No, no, no. These were it's, it's chunk button. buttons. You push until you hear a click. Yep, <laughs> that was literally good. pushing the head and capstan up into the cassette. That you were you were the mechanism. That's a good point because now, like I look at children's toys now, and they are a very tactile, like uh, swipe type of things, and they don't press very hard on them. And that's like always no. the worry: like your child is going to damage your tablet, or you know, you have to buy a child-proof <laughs> tablet because the little baby is used to you know they're not coordinated enough yet, you know, know how to delicately touch them. But in just a year or two, these kids or like they know what swipe left, swipe right. They're on Tinder or whatever the hell that stuff is. I mean, they're doing all this craziness. Back then, you had to physically push something down. Yeah. It took effort. You were the machinery. (laughs) (laughs) Sony introduces the only cassette player as small as a cassette case. The incredible sounding Super Walkman. Looking at it, though, I mean, one of the things that always amazed me is like, you know, the first Walkman, I mean, that thing was pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it was it, good it was size. Hefty. Yeah. People, a lot of people, you could hang it on your belt, but it was still huge. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a gun holster. I you mean, look just <laughs> as dorky with a Walkman on your belt as you do now with an iPhone hanging on your belt. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like the large version of the pager belt, right? Yeah. yeah. You're right. So I keep saying you put music in your pocket. I mean, that's, that's it's yeah, almost not, a, you know, a figure of speech. You had to have some pretty beefy pockets. So <laughs> yeah. the music you put in your pocket was the cassette, not the player. Exactly. That's right. Mo, what did you do? How did you carry your Walkman? I mean, mine was in my backpack. In your backpack. And okay. so I had the headphones and kind of sticking out and, you know, you hit that front pouch in the front of your backpack usually the whole pencils you'd open your backpack periodically to there's a whole school stuff in or something that's where my walkman would go because um as you said i'm not gonna have this thing hanging off my belt yeah i mean we're dorks but we're not that big of dorks. <laughs> not that dorky <laughs> <laughs> 
I just always carried mine around, I think. I just I just had it in my hand. Yeah, a lot of people did. Just held it in their hand, right? Everybody has their phone in their hand now. It's not that far removed from just having your phone in your hand, which That's a, good you know, point. a lot of time I just carry it. So it's just they didn't do anything except music. Yeah. <laughs> now, they did get a lot smaller over time. Oh, my God. I mean, that was the thing that amazed me. It's like they basically got to the size where they were just a little bigger than a cassette. It was barely bigger than the tape. Yeah, I it mean, was amazing. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> where you could put it in your pocket. And then they started adding like the radio tuners to some of them. Oh, okay. So you could listen to live radio instead of just the cassettes? Instead of just cassettes. Was that a part of the early one? I thought that I always thought they always had the radio. I don't tuner. know if that was part of the very first ones, but it was early thing they added. But I don't know if it was like the first one or not. You already have the ability to listen to radio and then to have the cassette without the radio seems like a step backwards. So yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Adding the radio tuner, it just you know, only makes sense. Of I course. think the one that I had, cause I didn't have a Walkman that was too expensive for us. I had the, one of the knockoffs that came out a little bit later on. So mine had a radio <laughs> oh, no, tuner in it. So. George, you make a really good point. So I keep talking about the Walkman. Realistically, I probably never had a air quotes Walkman either. I don't know that I did. I also had some generic, you know, stroll man or yeah, like the <laughs> Salter man. Yeah, I just had whatever. I had the knockoffs. Yeah, but some of these other companies, I mean, they made some really high quality stuff. I think, what was the company? Iowa? A-I-W-A for some reason? Iowa? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a quality, wasn't a Walkman, but it was a portable cassette player, I guess. <laughs> oh, sure. you know, lots of companies it. innovated it. You're right. But the Walkman, I mean, as you mentioned at the beginning, George, that's kind of the one that's like collectible now because it's right. It's iconic. It's it's the first one. It's the one with two, you know, headphone jacks. It's really cool. And so. it, mm-hmm. not a lot of them survive, so it's a little bit more rare. And you see them every now and then they'll pop up on these shows you know talking about some hidden pawn shop treasure find or something and sure <laughs> they're going for large amounts of money now yeah i imagine we're talking about these it, it's worth pointing out kind of the social impact oh yeah that the walkman had i mean we had radios but radio was still kind of social because you were tapped into everyone together is listening to this one station and this one dj right but wasn't this kind of also the beginning of shutting out everyone around you by just locking yourself in your own media bubble i mean it certainly was i mean there was I remember there was talk in the, I want to say it was in the 90s, maybe. There were some news stories that were saying how that the Walkman provided personal soundtracks for people's lives and how that allowed people to think that they were so important that they didn't need to react or be a part of the world around them, that they had their own self soundtrack, that they didn't have to listen to the noises outside. And of course, that was translating into the dangers that that caused, you know, people walking in front of cars and falling mm-hmm. into fountains and things. All the same things you hear about people with their phones today, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Well, that but was that kind was of the, the start first of time. it. Yeah. That was that me generation getting spawned. Yes, very much the me generation. Absolutely. The Walkman might be responsible for the me generation, really. How many times did you fall for the uh, someone talking to you without actually saying anything? So you start talking louder? Right. You your headphones on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yep. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Mo. Never happened to me. <laughs> what? Not like the headphones you have now, where they're wireless in your ear, hidden, you know, type of yeah. things. These were these big orange muffed on top of the ear things with the big plastic band across your head or your forehead That's right. or your back yep. of your neck, however you wore them. It was really visible. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, right? He had a Walkman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he walks around with the Walkman and he's got those same yeah, I mean, He gives it to the one lady to listen to and she starts yelling, you know, the melody is really nice. <laughs> yeah, <okay>. Right. <laughs> yeah, Gamora. Yeah, all right. There's a point in um, the second Guardians of the Galaxy where somebody takes his Walkman and crushes it oh, in yeah. their hand yeah. in front of him and that just destroys him <gasps> because yeah. of all the memories <laughs> tied up in this wonderful device, the music 
music that he was able to listen to because his mother made the mixtape for him right before she died. <laughs> These things have a lot of emotional impact on people. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a good point. I mean, it's more than, I mean, we talk about all this in Gen X tech. We talk about the rotary phone, and the VHS and things like that. And while we are geeky enough to just love the tech for its own sake, it's really about more than that. It's about what it meant to us or what it represented or what we were doing at the time when we were experiencing that. Yeah, it brings you back. That's what nostalgia is. It, you know, it ties you back into that frame of your life where you were that innocent, happy-go-lucky child, maybe, or <laughs> where you were that awkward teenager trying to figure out how to offer your headphone to the girl next to you so she could <laughs> listen to the music and you could snuggle a little bit closer with your, with her. You know, I mean, no thanks, George. All kinds of crazy stuff. No thanks, I have my own. <laughs> do you guys still have like because you made your own mixtapes? Do you still hear like maybe hear an '80s song on the radio or or however you listen to music, and your brain goes to the next song that was on your mixtape? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. oh yeah. yeah, you bet. <laughs> Yeah. Yep, you know, yep. You're like, wait, the next song should be Sydney Lopper That's True right. Colors. Yep. What do you know, mean? Cause, you know, yeah, because once you had a good mixtape, man, you wore that thing bare. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes even like I'll hear a song and it'll keep playing past the point that I cut it off on the mixtape. And I'm like, no, that's where that stops. It needs to be. The next- no, shoot. Okay. Yeah, I remember trying to spend time and like trying to fit as much song on one side of a cassette as you can. Oh, yeah. So you had to forget the timing. You're like, oh, I have room for a three minute song. Yeah, let's see. Which yep. one is three minutes? Yep. <laughs> SP Electronic Shock Protection protects your music from almost any jumps, skips, or sudden stops. In the Sony Car Discman CD player. So the Walkman had its heyday. When it came out, it was just before the rise of the compact disc. Yeah, so sure. coming on yeah. the heels of that, in 1984, the first CD-based that Walkman. Soon? Yeah. Wow. Yep, the D50. Officially, it was called the Discman. Discman, But yep. uh, initially marketed as the CD Walkman. There's still a Discman at my parents' house on her coffee table. It was mine when I was a kid, and we gave it to my boys when you know we all moved back here to Florida. <laughs> and they were like, oh, this is so cool. And they were using it for like 30 seconds, and they're like, oh, wait, I have to do this to it. Oh, I have to put something in it. (laughs) The number one problem of moving from cassette to a disc which, I mean, it's in the name Walkman. Right. What happens when you're walking around? That disc would skip like nuts. Oh, it That's would right. definitely skip. Cause, yeah, because it had the laser was the head. Yeah, and so you're you're jostling this tiny laser, and it would skip like crazy. That's why for a long time you couldn't put discs into cars, because the road bumps would mm-hmm. jar it around. So they started adding uh, what they called ESP, electronic skip protection. That was buffering, right? It was exactly right. Early it was buffering. It was buffering. So that if there was a skip, it could kind of recover from it before you heard the skip. I remember the first disc man I had that had ESP, the skip protection or whatever it, it was called on the brand that I had. It was later renamed G protection, I think, for whatever reason. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> Gravity? I don't know. I would test it by shaking the living hell out of it to see if I could make it skip. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you would see what the tolerance was. <laughs> the harder you had to shake it, the better it was in my mind. It's like, oh, because, you know, I'm not going to work it that hard just walking. So I know, if, you know, if I can shake it like crazy, well, then it's probably going to be okay. Yeah, I think I destroyed many a store display with that same test, you know, trying to decide <laughs> what was just... at the time a Kmart, which became a Best Buy later on. You know, you take that, can I listen to this? And they, sure. And they give you the headphones and you just shake the living shit out of it. Oh, no, this <laughs> like, one sucks. Come Calm down, kid. You are not Consumer Reports. Right. (laughs) For the early Discmans, I seem to remember that the battery life was an issue, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They ate batteries. The tape ones, yeah, the batteries lasted for a while. But when we went to the the disc, I guess, for some reason, the batteries just didn't have the same life as they Mm. did before. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I remember not getting more than just a few hours out of the batteries because it was only like two AA batteries, I think, in the one that I had. Yeah. And they did not last very long at all. I expect that probably had to do with the mechanism of keeping that disc running at such a high speed versus Mm. like the slow 
slow kind of like yeah rhythmic movement of the of the cassette is my yeah the opinion. rpms so on the motor that would have to generate yeah that sucker's got a crank for a short time they evolved to a video walkman <laughs> yeah really I saw those you could play super eight or uh, video eight format there was tape. a video walkman yeah it never really took off you know it was not a big deal the one worth mentioning at least is the mini disc walkman another format that never really took off yeah oh i remember mini discs yeah listen it was brilliant i i toyed with mini discs for a while they were really high quality it was digital right yeah they were a thing that a lot of musicians use those of course yeah you didn't have the uh skip issue with those i think they stored right. a bunch of music for one reason or the other i mean mini disc just never took i never understood why i thought it should have were they like a solid state drive is now i mean were they chip based it was, it was more actually like a floppy right a floppy disc that you're right mo it was kind of like a floppy disc it was a okay. little smaller than a floppy maybe three and a half inches or so square i'm just guessing i'm not actually they were smaller than that i think they were only like maybe at two were inches they? or something like they were really tiny okay the discs of the day were like three and a quarter i think mm-hmm. but because they were digital you had a uh, random seek so you could go to any given track just by pushing a button push a number there was no fast forward rewind like wow. a like a cd was <laughs> right i think probably it didn't address enough of the issues it didn't give you more than you had with cd enough like cd did everything well mini disc yeah. really didn't give you that much more a lot of people that use the walkman and the cd walkman and stuff they were just having their regular cassettes or albums or cds that they bought from the store that they used to play these things in so right you went from cassettes where you had your whole library in then you went to cds so you had to rebuild your library that was a big thing if you have to rebuild your library again in a short amount of time you probably just like screw this it's not that much better i'm not gonna rebuy the white album a third time yeah yeah that's it's the same <laughs> reason know? i never adopted hd dvd or blu-ray so like you exactly. guys fight it out dvds are fine and by the time somebody won we were all digital with streaming anyway so i yeah, never so adopted it didn't matter <laughs> yeah right do you remember the watchman that's the, mm. that's the little tv on your little wrist tv thing? set with the tuner in it that you could watch like local tv off the air a little little tiny black and white screen yep. that could have been more than 100 and some pixels tall <laughs> yeah, that brings up a good point why the hell don't these digital watches that we have now have tv built into them that's an easier thing i would think i mean they're small little screens they can stream right from your phone over blue why can't i have hogan's heroes on my wrist right now <laughs> that's a good point yeah i think it's something we, we should could look do into. it in the 80s why can't we do it now damn get it. samsung on the phone they're yeah, missing an right. opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so i think maybe i just answered your question in my head why would i watch it on my watch if i'm streaming it from my phone if I have the phone right here in my hand. I don't have to take my phone out of my pocket because do you know how annoying that shit is to take my phone out of my pocket? That's why I'm wearing a watch now. That's really irritating. Yep. <laughs> Plus, you know, if you're in a business meeting or something, it's a lot easier to kind of look at your watch. Right. And That's you want to watch a, a movie. Point. Right. <laughs> what, when you go into the meetings, what's the one thing your bosses tell you? Everybody put your phones away. Put All right, fucker, away. I got my watch. No problem. Can't put my wrist away. I got my watch. <laughs> Oh, the Walkman and Discman. I can't remember the last time that I had one. You know, they, they, they were kind of a, it was a pivotal change in how we thought about and used our music. Yeah. The phones of the day, you know, you whippersnappers today. I mean, we talk a lot about uh, jokingly how, you know, you have it easy, you have all this stuff in your pocket, but it was a really cool experience just to live during that transition between you were tethered to where music was or you were on the radio or I could finally carry it with Carry what I that want. That gave rise to what we have now. Put on a Walkman and see the world in a whole new light the walkman from sony the one and only do you love comic books and consider yourself a die-hard fan then you need to listen to parlapod 
We have news, reviews, and interviews with your favorite pros, all while bringing some serious laughs. New episodes drop every Wednesday in time for New Comic Book Day. Parlapod is available on the Project Entertainment Network, all major podcast outlets, and parlapod.com. Tune in and fuel your fandom with Parlapod. As always, I mean, we talked about a ton of stuff. And let me tell you, I did a little pre-research, and there's just so many links about The Walkman. A lot of stuff to read, right. I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to throw a bunch of good references and links to what we talked about here into our show notes. Check them out if you want to find out some more. No matter what, if you're listening to this podcast episode, I'm assuming that you've listened to a lot of them, but maybe this is your first podcast that you've listened to is with us. You don't want to miss any future ones because we are awesome. We have some great (laughs) podcasts. (laughs) So make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Stitcher, and anywhere else it is that you listen to your podcast. And while you're in iTunes, whether you use iTunes regularly or not, it would be really helpful if you would hop in there, give us a five-star rating, and write a brief review. It's that simple review, a couple sentences. It helps people find us when they search, and uh, we would appreciate it. And if you have a friend who does not yet listen to the podcast, why not? Tell them about us. We'd love to have them join. And also, you know, we'd love to hear from you. How did the Walkman affect your life? What did it mean to you? Drop us a line via email at podcast at genxgrownup.com. Don't forget to visit us on YouTube or on our website at genxgrownup.com. That'll do it for another backtrack. I uh, don't know if I'm going to go make a mixtape, but I might go make a playlist of my uh, 80s favorites. Listen in the car on my way to lunch. Guys, thanks so much for being here. George, appreciate you. Yes, sir. And Mo. Yep, always fun, man. And thanks for joining us, fourth listener. We will all see you next week. Bye-bye. See you guys. Bye, everybody. No life, no fun. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? No games, no puns. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. This podcast is an affiliate of the GWW Radio Network. Visit Geeks Worldwide at thegww.com for news, reviews, and opinions on video games, comics, TV, cosplay, and more. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!